Emmy-nominated actor with a career spanning almost 50 years. He was born in Canada on July 28, 1941. He attended and graduated college at the National Theatre School of Canada. In 1967, he was part of the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour and many other TV shows over the next decade. Since 1979, he has worked on many memorable animated series like Scooby-Doo, Spider-Man, Pac-Man, G.I. Joe, GoBots, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Dungeons and Dragons, Rainbow Bright, My Little Pony, Ghostbusters, Rambo, DuckTales, Bravestar, and Dino Riders, just to name a few, and has voiced many beloved characters. Decepticons! We'd better notify Prime! No offense, Gadget Lover, but you sure you finished? Don't want to ruin everyone's good time. He has provided the creature voices for such characters as King Kong, Gremlins, The Predator, and other unforgettable characters such as Car from Knight Rider. I am warning you, change course at once. He is one of only a handful of voiceover artists that has been both cartoon voice actor and a movie trailer announcer. The only thing that really matters in space. The way home. This summer, evil has a new enemy. And now, world champion female bodybuilder Vera DeMilo explodes upon the screen as Vera Cosa, mistress of destruction. One particular role cemented his voice in the hearts and minds of children of all ages. In the early 80s, he auditioned for the leader of a group of heroic alien robots. The character's name was Optimus Prime. And that's about as good as an intro as we could get here. We're going to be talking to Mr. Peter Cullen on this Unreal interview. It's going to be amazing. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, he's got a huge career. He's done so much. Uh, we've got a couple of the basic questions for him, but uh, I know he's going to have some interesting answers. Um, and then I've got a tricky one for you later on, um, and maybe you can uh, you can help us out, uh, maybe solve a solve a little bet here. Uh, but uh, we might as well get started, Mr. Peter Cullen. I guess let's start with an easy question, uh, one you probably get asked quite a bit: is uh, how did you come up with the uh, the idea, the voice creation for Optimus Prime? It's a story that I've told many times and maybe some of you have heard it, but it's a story very dear to me and it's the truth, it happened. My brother Larry, a captain in the Marine Corps, had returned from Vietnam. He was a decorated uh, Marine and uh, the uh, Bronze Star with V and a couple of Purple Hearts. And we were sharing an apartment going through a difficult time of my life when Larry came down, it was about 1984. And we were, as I said, living in the apartment. And he would always uh, take a little interest in where I was going every day. Anyway, Larry's uh, 13 months older, five inches taller. And uh, over 13 months apart, we were very, very close. So he said, Peter, where are you going today? Well, Larry, uh, what, you need the car? I said, no, no, I just uh, want to know where you're going. I'm going to audition. I'm going to be, uh, I'm auditioning uh, as a truck. <laughs> he did the same thing. So I, I said, but Larry, he's a, uh, evidently he's a hero truck. He's a real, I mean, he's a hero. And his face got somber and he said, Peter, if you're going to be a hero, be a real hero. Don't be a Hollywood hero type. Yes, 
yelling and screaming and trying to be tough. Be strong enough to be gentle. Well, Kaylar, yeah. So as his voice is ringing in my ears as I'm driving to the audition, and I read the copy, and Larry is just coming out, his voice, the way he talked to me. And it said, you know, I'm Optimus Prime. It was, my name is Optimus Prime. And the softness in his advisory tone was was significant. And so I, uh, the words just rolled off my tongue. I'm from the planet Cybertron. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I, I kind of finished it and said, Okay, thank you very much, uh, Peter. Okay. So, well, I, I walked out and uh, getting into the car and I said, I wish Larry had been here. I, I think he would have been proud of me because I think I nailed it. I really think I've nailed the character because it was just Larry. And two weeks later, my agent called me up and said, oh, Peter, remember that Transformers thing in the truck? And he said, yeah. You got the part of Optimus Prime. I said, I do? Ah, uh, yeah, and you also have another part called Ironhide? What, 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 what's this Ironhide? So that was the beginning. That was the launch. Did that answer the question, do you think? Yeah, I'd definitely say that answered the question. Uh, that was an amazing story, and it's, uh, it's, it's really cool that your brother inspired you to do that. I mean, such an iconic character, um, such an iconic voice, uh, to, to be able to tie that in with your real life. That's That's just amazing absolutely amazing okay here's one in the predator you're credited with special vocalizations uh how did that come about how did that happen uh i had just done 11 reels of king kong wow that's a lot and um that stuff and uh i got i started to cough up blood call those blood throats oh my god that's horrible hey slave over a hot mic Put some blood out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went to the audition uh, telling them that uh, my agent, I told, I said, I'm not going to do any monster sounds. I can't. My throat is really uh, kind of burned up and I'm still coughing a little blood from King Kong. So he said, no, they want you to come. 20th Century Fox wants you to go down there. So I drove down to 20th Century Fox and I'm in the studio and um, they want me to do uh, a monster sound, and I said, well, what does he look like? He said, well, we can't show you. Said, well, if I can't see the character, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to have something to relate to, put myself inside it. Mm-hmm. He said, I insisted, said, well, there's no point in me being here. So they showed me a silver streak. <laughs> it doesn't help. They said, okay, they disappeared for a while. And I'm in the big, big sound stage where they have done hundreds of great, great movies of 20th Century Fox. You know, you can all the big gold leather chairs behind me, and I, I could smell the Spencer Tracys and the Catherine Hepburns and Humphrey Bogarts. And it was very, very intense for me. Wow, and that's amazing. They came back in, they said, okay, uh, they were going to roll down to the very end of the film where the Predator takes off his headgear and you're going to see the face and all that stuff and when they did that I saw this ugly ugly face mm-hmm. and these tentacles like going like this and 
and it reminded me of a upside down horseshoe crab dying in a in the sun on a beach Ugh, nasty but from that horseshoe crab was coming all this crackling sounds bubbles coming out that were bursting you know i can remember it so i don't know if i can do it now but i thought okay but the the voice director couldn't hear what i was doing so but i told the sound guys it's, it's a big 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 boom mic a pencil and when they when they record in a sound stage that microphone can can be right up there and they can hear everything but how are they going to hear that so i said could you bring the boom down could you bring it down please i said it's here i said further 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 so i got it there and i said and the director behind me cannot hear what i'm doing he can't hear it and he's hey, throwing the paper down the dust what what is going on here like this and then about 10 seconds later come up here come up come up here you got to hear this you got to hear this and he's he's gone up and he hear there then about five minutes later well i take it it was nothing but smiles and happiness at that point they apparently liked what you did all right well let's go to real one <laughs> yeah i bet he was like that and that's how that happened all right here you go you've been voicing so many things tv movies just being a regular announcer for movies and, and things like that but a lot of people don't realize you've done a lot or you, you you did some really early video game things you were actually the original voice of uh, super mario and the uh, mario brother cartoon i think it was back in uh, maybe 1983 you did uh, maybe 13 spots uh and it was during the donkey kong phase you know so uh i mean uh, wouldn't you uh would, would you ever uh oh i don't know how to put it uh, it not being associated with that character anymore is it uh is it kind of like a ah is it kind of a regret like ah, i wish i was still a, a part of that that universe or, or 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 what what yeah back in the day uh you were super mario part of that big nintendo franchise oh yeah yeah it's been a while hasn't it that's uh, <laughs> that's amazing that's that's actually rather funny yeah i think the show was called saturday super cave it was back in 82 or 83 <laughs> another day in the voice actor's life you do you you land a uh, a character you do it for a little while and then you're gone so and you i just none of us i i, I think i speak for a majority of voiceover guys and gals once the job is gone you go on to the next one you know you have no time to lament. You, you're a grunt, and you go on to the next one. That's the life of a voiceover actor. So I had no memory of it. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what he sounds like. All right, I know there's one video game character you've done secretly. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, you're the backup guy for sure on this. Uh, and I know you've signed documents saying you can't really talk about it in public, but uh, tell us about uh, tell us about Marcus Phoenix and working with uh, 
Gears of War. Give us a little tidbit of it. A little something, could you? Ah, come on. Just just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we've been waiting for, unscripted, off the book, off the record, the unreal voice of Peter Cullen doing some lines that probably aren't really in Gears of War, but maybe some of them are, so you can pick them out. Gears of War, Peter Cullen. Here we go. Thank you, sir. What's like being a fucking hermit? Fixing a house? There's no Home Depot out here, you fucking assholes! Fucking tomatoes! They fuck my tomatoes up! God damn it! Add that to the fucking list! God damn it! Those are Dom's, for Christ's sakes! I grew those from Dom seeds! Fuck! Those are Dom's goddamn seeds, for Christ's sakes! I'm never gonna have a fucking good sauce again! I can't make Dom sauce! Fuck you guys! This bullshit! Fucking Damon Baird, you're a cock! And on that note, I'd like to end another episode of Unreal Interviews. I've been the Rum Guy, always am. Uh, you can find me here on the Metal Hand of God podcast. Uh, keep your ears and eyes open. I might have another one coming at you a little bit later, uh, later on in the year. I know they're few and far between, but it's, it's hard to get these interviews with these people. Um, I just want to say uh, to you, uh, Mr. Wayne Barris, neener, 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 na-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> Check us out next time. Unreal Interviews, Metal Hand of God.